Well, well, well. Welcome. so close the day will come they will come when i get it right i was getting cocky man that was gonna be one of the best intro guitar things and that, of course it didn't happen well i've been influenced sometimes you get influenced maybe while on the influence i don't know the i'm just you know i'm being uh cryptive here you you must need the little coin the scrambler decoder i don't know words man i don't know words and of course i'm fumbling and bumbling this whole thing but i was influenced by lucille ball how can you not be really but she has a uh, a little podcast right now that you can go and listen to go check it out on spotify i think it's on xm as well and what it is, it's from a radio show that she did. Like back in the 60s, like 64. I don't know if it went any earlier than that. But I saw the the first episode they put out. And uh, I even looked up her age. I don't know if all this is correct. But she's like 50 years old. And she's just talking to people from back then. Some of them, you know, I just listened to Vivian Vance. You might say, who's... Who is Vivian Vance? Well, if you're an extreme I Love Lucy fan, did I just drop that? You would know that was Ethel Mertz. Huh? We think about Ethel Mertz, uh, which I don't even know if that's true. I'm just guessing. I don't think they even said her name on there, but uh, her uh, show name. Um... But it's really interesting, and there's another lady, I mean, uh, she did Bean Crosby, I've listened to that one, um, Dean Martin, God, they just said her name, some lady, uh, she was a columnist, Hetty, God, I can't think of her name, anyways, it's really fascinating, and what I love about it, that, uh, you know, in today's day and age with the concepts we have of podcasts and maybe even radio shows they're still going which i'm sure they are we think that these need to be long and you know she does these little tiny things and it's it's very still show businessy little character she's trying to show her real self in these little interviews but she you can still hear her playing it up you know and she's like good day you know like stuff like the way she talks and maybe even during this little thing that i'm doing i'm i'm playing it up and uh acting like i'm an actor of some sort i don't know what i'm doing but uh i don't know man i really enjoyed it you know what while i'm on here i'm on the freaking phone i could probably look it up and tell you exactly who the lady is that uh i'm thinking of um let's see if we can do this um with the lucille ball show but yeah uh today's by the way thanksgiving so that's the reason really 
why I wanted to uh, pop this up. Of course, I must have listened to one of the the first or latest episode. Hedda Hopper. She was a columnist way back then. And it's so weird to even think about times. Like, okay, I wasn't around during the 60s. You know, I was born 20 years previous to that. But um, you just go, man, really? Was it that long ago? And uh, the one with, let me make sure, Vivian Vance. uh, And it says it right here. She was on the set of a 1965 film, The Great Race. It's so fascinating hearing him talk about the time um, and why I brought her up and what I was going to say. I can't exactly remember. Uh, other than, oh, they, they had to have been born. The Great Race is supposedly around the time of 1908. And uh, she's playing a character, obviously, during that era. And what was fascinating is, uh, you know, Lucille Ball was like, you you seem like you're from that era. And she was saying, she was almost going to get offended because she thought I was saying that she was born in that era. And in reality, they probably were. They probably were born like Lucille Ball, if, if what I looked up was correct, like 1914. You know, I don't know. It's all insane. Um... I don't know if I'm even getting any points off or explaining anything fully, but one of the weirdest sort of documentaries I saw was about Natalie Wood. I don't know if I finished it, but I think I did. But what was so crazy about it is seeing her life through the time, you know, the literal dates and years going from when she was a little girl on the Miracle of 34th Street to like in the 80s and you go what like it it doesn't even compute but oddly lucille ball um i would need to see a timeline of her and and to try figure out her it seems a little more man i should see when she died
and uh, somebody as iconic as Lucille Ball to sit there and think like, you know, I was seven years old. I don't know. And and that's egotistical. It has to be ego, right? To think like, I was alive during that time. But I'm not trying to say it that way. I'm trying to say like, it just doesn't make any sense, you know. And here's a lady talking and literally, what would that be, 24 years before her death, a quarter of a century before her death, there's recordings of her, you know, talking into microphones for radio. Um, I don't know, is, is any of this shit crazy to you? It's probably not, and I, I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. Um, but I guess what I'm saying, this is Thanksgiving, and that, uh, I would, if I were you, and if you enjoy podcasts, to go and listen to it. That's what I wanted to say. So, Hetty Hopper, what's fascinating is to listen to them speak about health, uh, education, rearing of children, all that kind of stuff. From this is, we're talking 50 year olds, at least Lucille Ball was, back in 1964. I mean, how crazy is that? We're not talking 20-year-olds. And some of she she did interview, I, I listened to one where she had like showgirls or something like that. They I don't think they called them showgirls, but something like that from Vegas. And I don't know how old they were. They were probably not even 30. But to listen to their ideas and to also listen to jargon and comedy. And two things that I picked up on which is hilarious, Hetty Hopper was talking about diet. And she was saying, uh, the way uh, she was putting it, she was saying, I try not to eat rich food. Which rich food, from what I gather, is like sugary sweets and things like that. And she was talking about how she just eats, it was kind of comical, really. She had some crazy breakfast of like orange juice and eggs or something like she'd blend eggs with orange i don't know maybe i'm wrong but uh every day she would eat like (laughs) her dinner was a piece of steak and vegetables (laughs) and you know maybe some people do that now but just it's, it's weird but one of the things she said is she goes i think people dig their own graves with their teeth and you go, wow, and, and and it can be said so many different ways, and you've heard it so many different ways, but I've never heard of it that way. You dig your own grave with your teeth. I mean, that stuff's brilliant. There was another thing uh, someone was talking on there. Oh, man, who was it? But, oh, it was one of these showgirls. I don't know what they were called. Not can-cans girls. I don't know what... Uh, I don't know what they were. I can't remember. Like, performers of Vegas uh you know dancers whatever from back then and she goes uh lucille's like are you married no 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 and she's like what are you looking for and she goes i'm looking for a a a stable man and lucille joked which was hilarious she goes oh you want a man that works with horses (laughs) no stupid but hilarious i've never heard of this shit oh so you better believe in my back pocket I am holding that I am holding that I'm hoping a woman says I'm looking for a 
a stable relationship and I, you know whatever and hopefully it comes in my head like oh you're looking to date a horse or whatever you know oh man i'm waiting but yes it's it's a beautiful thing to hear and to listen and to um have that perspective and you go there's the people are still concerned over the same things of today there there is real no difference you know we we think there's differences and there's not and we're extremely lucky that we have not had terrible times that those people have from you know lucille ball she was born uh when i said which i can't remember what was it 1911 i don't even remember now that doesn't seem right whatever it was 1911 1914 whenever she was born they lived through some really tough times you know and i guess people can have personal tough times and your family could be going through some uh bad stuff but you know the great depression and all that kind of stuff and and wars and real sort of um out of your control the uh, worldwide chaos i don't know how to put it but we've been so lucky especially in my life you know i have i've only been on this planet for a little less than 40 years i like to put it that way one less one year less than that but anyways like my family was was fairly was literally middle class i mean today's world i mean we were middle middle class which is not to say it's not i'm not bragging and i'm not demeaning i'm just saying we live pretty good on uh average salaries i guess I mean, we, we were doing, we might have even been upper middle class. I don't know. But we were always okay. Always had food. Never really had crazy struggle. We had personal, um, that's it, relationship struggles with each other, religion, life, other people within those communities. You, know, you can't help that. Um, not saying everything was perfect no one in my family's really religious anymore so that should tell you something <laughs> or they could pretend to be or whatever but uh we did okay and and i guess right now you know the last like two years or so because of all this words that i don't even want to say but you know what happened the uh coronavirus let's put it that way because everything else is dumb but like we you had this uncontrollable thief in the night which by the way i have a very strong theory belief on i don't know specifically what's going to happen but all this is a insane distraction for the thief in the night there really is going to be a thief in the night and when that hits it's going to be bad and what i'm saying is I don't think the worst has happened and we might really be experiencing something really insane that will come up because like i said we've been lucky over 100 years you know america's been doing pretty good seemingly and uh whatever you want to say the country's debt our relationships with other other uh don't want to keep repeating words but i will other countries maybe that's not good 
and that could be a scary thing that's I guess has been going on for a long time. Our relationship with China, it's kind of freaky. No one wants to necessarily, I mean, that would just be a, it would be, it'd be a world war, man. And that's technically the thief in the night I'm talking about. No one's really paying attention to that. I guess I've heard things, but I haven't been really that concerned. And there's, you have news organizations like 60 Minutes in Australia and you watch that on YouTube and you go, what the hell? Like there's some strange thing between Australia and China and if something happens there, America's promised to step in to help Australia and me being a regular human, I'm scratching my head going, I didn't know about this. I guess I don't know shit about politics. I don't know what's going on. And there's this, and then there's this beautiful documentary, which if uh, you start watching it, you wouldn't understand why it's considered a, uh, it's like a the upcoming foreboding war with China, some shit like that. Some guys there, I don't know what country he's from, is really well done, and it's shocking because. They don't talk about shit. It's like they're 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 letting you know, they're giving you an introduction to why something might happen. So you, the I mean, I watched for thirty minutes. By the way, has all the commercials. I don't know what the hell the name of the documentary is. I could easily probably look it up while I'm talking to you. Some guy like named Robert Sigler is the host. Anyways. Basically, what they're they're just they're just setting up the scene, and you're going, "How's this gonna be? Telling me about a war with China, dude? It shows things that America has done to other countries, specifically like Asian, Polynesian, like Marshall Island, you know, hydrogen bomb testing, crazy shit." That I didn't know and and talking about the same era with Lucille Ball like in the 60s. And they're calling these these people from the Marshall Islands savages. I mean, this isn't that long ago, people. And uh, blowing up bombs, completely radiating lands, telling them they can go back. Generational, you know, deformations, deformities uh cancers dying death i mean it's insanity i i don't even know and then you you know they're talking about okinawa and japan and they don't want american military base they don't want any military there and it's showing how we're just surrounding uh these asian countries mainly china and you're just like you're just going what i don't know I don't know what any of this shit is. So that might be the biggest. The biggest and scariest thief in the night, man. That's going to steal all of our attention. All of our money. And we think shit's bad now. We literally... I mean, man. I wish people were filming during when COVID hit. And people were freaking out over toilet paper, which I didn't think was real either. And those stores were bare. I mean, come on, dude. 
and I'm naive and I'm cocky and crazy and I think well there our stores out here aren't going to be like that and you go in them I mean you're in a store out in Florence Arizona Florence Arizona people have you ever heard of that no because no one's heard of it uh, probably like most cities and all over the country it's not a big name I'm out here I think yeah I'll go to a Safeway a freaking Safeway it'll be fine it's not fine the shelves I went into video update back in like 2008 I don't even know what year I'll say that 2007 2008 when those rental stores like Blockbuster were going out of business same thing it was a video update and uh, they're uh, going out of business sale and you walk in and there's nothing on the shelves that's what that's what these grocery stores are like you know it no who was filming that guy i wish people were filming it there was nothing i mean nothing you would think like hey i'll i'll get uh, uh some form of tortillas something you know and i even thought i'll even get those tortillas that are like tostadas are like a giant chip. I I'll take what nothing, not one bag of any tortillas. And you're going down the same aisle. There's literally some canned stuff, and there's some poor schmuck. I saw this guy. I want to say his race. It doesn't matter what race he is, but I want to say it to paint the picture, to paint the colorful picture. <laughs> So stupid. You probably can't even say that anymore. Oh, what do you mean by colorful? Anyways. But this poor guy, and he literally, that's all he had in his cart was canned foods that I've never even seen before. Like, I don't even know what these things were. But he was afraid, thinking he needed food, and this guy's buying it. And you're, and you know, and that that's one example, but like, you went down aisles and there was nothing in them the the whole store looked like something from walking dead and i never watched walking dead except for one time i couldn't handle it but literally i mean there's nothing the, the greatest thing was all the vegetables were there and maybe maybe they weren't but like i would go in and buy apples always had apples any store you went to no one gave a shit about fruits and vegetables they were worried about whatever else but yeah man that was some crazy shit and can you imagine if we get there again and what we're gonna have to pull can you imagine literally like grinding your own grains i don't even know what those things are called a wheat grinder and you're grinding wheat to make bread like that's what's gonna happen and hopefully hopefully i don't know what uh praying to god or thank god or whatever the words is hopefully we will have running water and electricity because if we don't have that what you know what i mean and if we don't have gasoline i mean gonna get weird dude i don't know how we got to this point in this me rambling on I, I got on here to tell you i'm not doing long podcasts anymore i'm gonna make it short 
I've been listening to Lucille Ball and that Vance lady, which I can't even think of her name right now, and now I'm going to dark times. But it is. It could quite possibly happen. That, uh, so I guess that's what we're saying. Be thankful for what you got now. Because holy shit, dude. And I mean, it almost has to be a collapse somewhere. Something has to collapse. Like, these $400, 50-inch smart TVs. How is that possible? Something's got to give. It's a, it's a weird balance beam, you know. Uh, a scale. It's a very strange scale. How prices of homes are ridiculously high. We can buy whatever we want food-wise. Electronics are relatively insanely cheap. Um, you know, I don't know what's going on, dude. It, uh, I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me. Now they're, oh man, I don't even know what I'm getting into, but the science and the math and the same thing about me not having my finger on the pulse when it comes to politics and, uh, sort of our relationships with other countries or whatever you want to call it. I can't think of words. Maybe I don't have the pulse and understanding of true economics and maybe I'm crazy and maybe none of this stuff is relatable and maybe it won't even mean anything. Maybe even at the the height of of the world, you know, changing, collapsing, whatever, maybe these prices will all stay the same and certain things will continue to exist as us being uh, devastatingly you know, in our poverty-stricken, uncontrolled situations, there will still be internet, which is possibly the uh, way that we will see the second coming of Christ. Boy, that sounded weird coming out of my mouth, but it's true. Man, I sound like an insane person just rambling on. I need a freaking bullhorn and I'm going to stand on the street and I'm going to tell you that the end is nigh. No, I'm not. I'm not going to do that. I wish I I wish I could do that. I really do. I wish I could stand there and say crazy shit. <laughs> but that's the only way it's going to happen. You know, we, we couldn't figure it out, right? In the past, the idea of everyone's going to see the second coming. We're all going to see, man, I don't want to say his name again because it sounds blasphemous, but Christ coming. We're all going to see that and we go, how is that possible? The whole world's going to see him come back? How is that possible? Well, because everyone's going to be filming it with their phones and we're all going to be watching it. That's how. So that's what's going to happen when you're out putting your fat on the side of the street for the military to pick up so they can make explosives out of grease and the fat renderings of your meat and we're out bartering ocean spring for peanut butter for your neighbor or band-aids or whatever you got and we're pulling together as a community the one thing we're going to have is that 5G, 6G 
whatever. We don't even need electricity up to that point, which I don't know how that works. When the electricity's out, our phones still work, internet still works. How does that work? But guess what? We're all going to be freaking sitting there like in a concert, putting our smartphones up in the air, filming the sky, because there's someone floating there. You know what I'm talking about. I got a bullhorn. I got a bullhorn, and I'm at <laughs> I'm at freaking Ellsworth Loop and Pecos. That's right. You can see me there at Ellsworth Loop and Pecos with the bullhorn. I couldn't start a cult. No one would follow me. I can't even get I can't get any followers. No one listens to me. I need to come up with something else, man. I don't know what the hell I need to come up with. But for real, I guess this is your kernels of corn. Maybe I'll do that. Maybe that's what I'm going to do right here, right now. I'm going to give you the five kernels of corn, and I'm going to I'm going to digitally, in your mind, paint a picture. I'm going to explain it with things that I'm thankful for, and that's what I'm going to suggest for you. Get your Orville Redenbacher thankful kernels. I wish I could come up with a word that rhymed with Orbacher. Orville Redenbacher. Anyways. Tell your wife you want a boob job. Not you. I meant her. You know. I just wanted to call her boobs knockers. That's what. It's going to try to rhyme it. I can't think of anything that rhymes with Bacher. You little... Meet the... You know what I'm saying. Alright, so here's my kernels of truth and appreciation. Here's the kernels. Which is one of them is internet. God, we're slaves to the freaking internet, aren't we? slaves dude i don't know what to do if the internet's not working what am i gonna do one time this is hilarious this is hilarious i was only invited twice to this guy's house <laughs> i sort of over overruled his parenting on this kid this guy had like an autistic kid he's now like you know probably like 20 but we went over to his house and we're watching a UFC fight. The electricity went out. It was it was storming. Lightning, blah, blah, blah. Electricity goes out. His kid comes downstairs like, you know, full-blown AIDS. He's full-blown autistic. <laughs> really, not really, but he's got, there's something. And he comes down. He's like, Dad, the electricity's out. And, and then the guy's like, yeah, it's all right. It'll come back on a little bit and goes, what am I supposed to do, Dad? What am I supposed to do? It was hilarious. It was hilarious. What do I do now? The kid came downstairs. I brought a big bag of M&Ms. I don't know why. I was losing it. I'm losing it now. That's probably why I'm talking to you. I'm under the influence of sugar. The Rastafarians were right the white man has his sugar and wine. And uh, I hate wine, but sugar I have problems with. 
I ate freaking cheesecake on this day and shitloads of chocolate covered almonds. My skin is itching. Uh, I'm probably secreting vast amounts of insulin and perhaps damaging my pancreas as we talk. But whatever, I took a probiotic. I'm hoping it all cancels it out. If I was hungry, uh, I would have eaten beans to hopefully maybe flatline my whole entire ecosystem and bacteria inside my body, as in my stomach. But uh, I brought over peanut M&Ms during this fight. Kid's like, Dad, can I have some? And I just go, yeah. (laughs) Like I'm on the spectrum. Yeah. His dad's like, no. Right when I said yeah, it was like one of those things. Like if it would have been a reverse jinx or something. Yeah, no. And I'm like, ugh. I go, sorry, man. I'm sorry about that. I shouldn't have. He's like, it's fine. Whatever. Whatever. That was the last time I was invited. I could probably tell you who fought. In fact, I know I. I, Oh. uh, Magni? What happened to that dude? Is he still in the UFC? Magni, who did he fight? Damn it, I can't think of who it was. He was like a co-main event. He actually won. That's another thing I offended this dude. Uh, they gave the fight. It, it wasn't that close. You can tell Magni, Neil Magni won. Damn, who did he fight? Well, the guy that was hosting the party is like, well, this is just a new guy in the UFC. And I was like, ah, he's been in there for quite some time. He didn't like that. Anyways, uh, I was correcting him at every chance I could get and telling his autistic kids that it's fine to eat sugar. It's fine. You will just have more yeast deposits in your elbows than most, and maybe those yeasts are clogging your spinal column. I don't know. I don't know. All right, let's get back to the kernels. So much for this being a short podcast. I genuinely am happy that I am financially secure enough to uh, be able to do what I do in life. That's very broad. And what I guess what I'm saying is I'm I'm very happy to live simply. I live really simple right now. Uh, some people would be like embarrassed probably for me the way I'm living, but I don't give a shit. I've really been in the tiny homes last, like, I don't know what decade. And I realized, like, I own a tiny home in a single-wide mobile home. And I'm back in it. And I'm just happier here. Shit bothers me. My neighbors are crazy. Whatever. But they're, they're crazy everywhere. Same thing, like, there's people... If you're working in a prison right now and you're unhappy and you think another prison would be a better place to work, you're probably going to be wrong um for the most part because they're all crazy and i'm speaking that out of uh my own personal experience jobs right now all jobs are probably crazy right now uh there's probably not it's probably not gonna be better wherever you go that's sad i'm just saying be happy where you're at and that's the other kernel um I'm pretty happy that I'm working where I'm working. I'm only doing it two days out of the week, which is probably not smart. But I think I would go crazy if I was working there five days a week. So literally, I am very blessed. Uh, Literally, it's a blessing that I was hired on part-time. 
Because if I was full-time, I'd be dying right now. Three days a week, working overtime, uh, it would kill me. So two days a week, eight hours straight, out the gate, skate, whatever other terms people say. Uh, that's what I'm doing. So I'm pretty grateful for that and being able to live off of that. Being able to live off of two days of working. Um, am I saving money a month? Probably not. Am I keeping track of that? No. Um, there are some things I am doing, though, with uh, credit card payments and stuff that I'm overpaying. So, you know, maybe in three months from now, whatever, I could probably look back and figure it all out and see maybe I am only saving a couple hundred dollars a month. Also, I might be getting insurance that will be costing me more so i might you know the point is though is i'm very lucky that i'm able to do this and i and i am at an age now where you go working isn't the end all be all man and i say that a lot about a lot of things um but it's true i um i'm just i'm very happy i'm happy here's the issue with my life is I don't know how much more happy I could be. So when I when I what I was about to say is I'm happy that I don't have kids and I've not been divorced because I'm sure if I would would have been married any time in the past it would have went terribly wrong. But on the other side I don't know what that's like. So I could be completely wrong in that. But one of those kernels as of right now, whether it's, uh, you know, I can't think of any of, the, of these words. What do they say when you, a false sense of happiness? I might be wrong by saying this as a false sense of happiness, saying that I don't have kids. But I'm going to say it, that I'm happy I don't, uh, at this point in time in my life, do I want them? <laughs> anymore i don't know god it has to be like it has to be a crazy situation i'm listening to another podcast right now with uh natasha legero and whitney cummings now you've heard this before and uh nothing new but natasha legero says i never really wanted kids i get with this guy he's another comedian moshe kasher and she's like I can have a kid with this guy. How insane is that? How insane? I don't know. You go from that. So anyways, I've never had that. Never. Never, ever, ever have I seen a woman, been around a woman and thought, oh, I I want a baby with this person or I could have children with this person. Huh? Huh? <laughs> what is that? And am I jealous of that? Yeah. Never. You might have sexual desires, but that doesn't mean, oh, I want to bring a baby into this situation. And good God, I can't imagine. And even right there, right when I said that, I think, is this good to say? I don't know. Am I lying to myself? Is this false? I have a false idea of what I believe I think. I feel, I don't know, but I can tell you 
I'm pretty sure it would have been a disaster had I've gotten married any other time in the last, you know, 20 years of my life, literally. That's shocking to say, honestly. I could have been married 20 years ago easily. Easily. I can't even imagine being married for 20 years. I could have done it. Uh, I could have done it. I could have been one of these. Anybody. Anybody. I could have been. I could have had three kids floating around somewhere. And I would have been a dickhole of a father. You know how crazy it is? You ever like. You're around somebody. And you're like. God what? How is this guy a good father? He has kids. And what's so weird is that love for parents. How weird is that? You could be like a strange, socially awkward mortician. You know who I'm talking about. <laughs> There's a guy I know who's a mortician. I actually know a few morticians or used to be morticians. I worked with a guy at Walmart whose brother was a mortician. If you saw this guy, you would not be shocked that he was a mortician. You'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. Oh, this this guy is a mortician? Oh, no, wait, never. You would never, you'd be like, yeah, I could see that. Yeah. You don't want to leave him alone with bodies, but they do. I'm sure there's not a big team that assists in death. But anyways, uh, and that's bad. If you're listening to this, you know who you are. I'm not. I, I just brought you up as a joke. Let's go to another guy. I used to work with this dude, big tall guy, big mustache, no rotocuffs. What do you call the rotator cuffs? He literally would say hello like T-Rex. It was crazy. I never noticed it till someone pointed it out. This asshole I worked with, and then once he pointed it out, I saw it and I found it to be hilarious. All the time. But he was this weird... I mean, crazy. I can't think of anyone. Uh, very strange dude. Had kids. And I used to say shit. Dumb shit. Like, I wonder how this guy's a good father. Or how his kids perceive him. And this other guy got sort of offended by that. And he's like, dude, you don't understand kids and life and blah, blah, blah. And, and he's right. I didn't and I don't. Because that's the deal, right? Like, you could have a... A grossly fat dad, but you love him. Isn't that the weirdest shit? You you could be a gigantic slob, and your kids love you. It's weird. I don't know, and maybe that's some shallow way of of thinking. But you could probably even be a dickhole at work. Whatever you want to say, personality wise, uh, you sell drugs, whatever. But your kids love you. Your kids want to be around you. I don't know where I'm going with any of this shit anymore. Uh, but I guess that's what I'm saying is there that that unconditional, strange love the kid with the with the uh, parent as long as the parent isn't abusive, physically whatever other way, there's that love there, and I I don't know what that's like. I genuinely don't know what that's like. Uh, but I would still say that that's one of my kernels. That's a kernel. So I'm very lucky. Um, I'm lucky to have somebody in my life, which is my dad. 
I'm insanely lucky to have him. He drives me crazy a lot of the times. He's he's getting he wants to get mad at me a lot of the times and uh, our conversations go south a lot of the times. It's not a zippity doo dah day, but um, I need him in this boat of life. And that's what this is. It's a we're all in a boat in the that's what life you're in the freaking boat life, the lifeboat, whatever. And when he's not going to be in the boat, it's going to be devastating for me. So I'm very happy he's alive. Obviously, other family, whatever. You're all it's okay you're here. <laughs> no, it's going to suck. And when my mom's gone, it's going to suck. I'm screwed. I, I'm not really screwed, but I am. And people might take advantage of me. And, like, think of that. That's a kernel. There's a kernel right there. My parents are still here. Cool. That's a great one, really. I'm not trying to, you know, put that down. The next kernel is that you have all your senses. If you don't have all your senses and you're blind and you're listening to this, be freaking glad you can listen to this. Like, how amazing is that? And that's all. Because I see it, man. Like, if I'm blind, I'm screwed, man. Like, who can you trust if you're freaking blind, dude? Anyways, my body isn't exactly how I want it. But I have all my senses. How lucky is that? That is crazy if you think about it. And I have all my body parts, as far as I know. Maybe something fell off recently that I don't know about. But as it stands, like... Toes and fingers. My mom used to say that. I'd get weird about my body or I don't know what the hell life would get. Like I was a little kid. My mom would say, just be happy you have all your fingers and toes. And you think about it, that's pretty amazing. You got, you know, most of us do. A lot, some people don't. I'll tell you who doesn't and I'll tell you what they like to do. I don't know what it is. And if you're listening right now or if you know someone that has a prosthetic anything they fly dude and i don't mean like superman i mean they travel i don't know what it is people are missing legs and arms they like to travel i know this sounds insane i know what you're thinking what every tsa person out there knows what i'm talking about it is crazy how many people Go through what they call a checkpoint, security checkpoint, that are missing limbs. It is crazy. It doesn't make any sense. You're going to see them. They like to get on planes. Wow, I just saw a weird light. I'm guessing that's the moon. I have my face at a weird angle and through the blinds. A light is coming through, and that must be what it is. Holy shit, I did not want to do a freaking long one of these. This was not my point. Uh, I got to check what the time is. My voice is going out. Dude, what? I don't know who that is. The girl started following me on Instagram. I know she's a robot, but she looks hot as shit. So I'm going to look her up. I'm looking her up right now. While we're doing this, I don't give a shit. I was trying to see how long I'm doing this. Uh, Yeah, I don't know who you are, Michelle. 
Your last name's not on here, which makes me believe is bullshit. I have to click on you. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be thankful for Michelle here in a minute. She's hot as shit. She's half naked. I don't know. This lady looks familiar. Uh, it has to be. It has to be somebody. This has to be bullshit. It has to be bullshit. How do they get away with the? Uh, she has like different colored hair. Is this a, God damn, dude. I don't know, man. Where do where are these women from? And they're hot as you know what. God damn, dude. This chick, uh by chick I mean girl, and by girl I mean maybe this is all the same girl. God damn, dude. She has the same face as oh uh, you know this is bullshit this has to be bullshit why is everything bullshit she has so many posts like within a month within one month she had like 20 some odd posts that's how you know it's horseshit that's how you know it's horseshit it's gotta be fake uh, another weird phenomenon. Oh, I didn't say who she looked like. She looks like uh, Steve-O's girlfriend now wife, in my opinion. I could be totally wrong. And I want to direct message this girl. What does... Uh, where is Chesapeake? What is that? She... Uh, just You know, this is bullshit. It's all bullshit cannot be a real human being oh we gotta close this out that's gotta be about three kernels oh man i'm thankful for my friends too you know the if you've never really heard about like people's regrets when they're on their deathbed the number one is like I didn't spend enough time with my friends. How crazy is that? I have, like, no friends, legitimately. I have, like, there's, like, there's really not that many people. And I don't give a shit what you say. Your Facebook friends are bullshit. I'm talking about people I see and hang out with. It's literally no one. I mean, oh, man, I hang out with nobody. Nobody. Very few people. And uh, I'm going to regret it, man, once they start going away or dying or blah, blah, blah. And uh, but I'm happy with the ones I got. And there's some people out there, and you know who you are if you happen to be listening to this. One of them, uh, you know who you are. God, I want to just say names, but I'm not going to. But they'll, like, call me. And I used to work with them. I haven't worked with them uh i could tell you for four years and they still call me and it's like man that's so cool you know what i mean and uh i'm actually back at the job where i worked with them before but they're not there anymore these people have left retired changing jobs whatever and it's just nice that's all 
or some other people. I don't know. It's just nice. When you actually get a phone call, not some dumb message on Facebook, and you talk, or, or you do go over and hang out, or whatever. These are crazy times, man. And that's it. The last one I'll say is I'm happy to be alive, I guess. I'm, that, that's a cheap one. Probably you'll say some of those kernels were all cheap, but I'm happy I'm alive. I'm happy we're progressing more and more forward to um, I don't know. I once again, I want to repeat the same words, but cr- progressive ideas. Uh, one of which I'm very happy about and I don't know how much I want to say it, but I'm going to say it. I joke about it. God, maybe I shouldn't say it. Freedoms, essentially. The freedoms to be able to do things and to not be afraid that we have them now in our possession or whatever it may be. Um, that's it, man. Like, can we, how awesome is it? To not be afraid to have possession. Do you understand what I'm saying? If you don't, whatever. But uh, it's just wild, man. We live in some wild times. And I think as long as the thief and the knife does not come, long as there are no major crazy wars, as long as we continue to keep going and to continue to have these phones so we can record nonsense and and maybe the second coming, and have people voice their own opinions, even like such as this, even as crazy or as wrong and uh, delusional as they may be, with the bullhorn out on Pecos and Ellsworth Loop. You can catch me there on the weekends. No, you can't. That's a joke. But we are going forward, and it is we are creating a better society uh really and there's some nonsense that are, that will always be there and will continue to be there but once people understand the reality and the hardships of life all that nonsense will go away and they'll be like what the hell was i doing uh giving covid shots to tons of people can you imagine that can you imagine you're that guy and you're just giving out covid shots hundreds a day you're going to look back and be like, what the fuck did I do? You're going to look back on it. But, yeah, I think as long as technology keeps continuing, rationality and enlightenment and whatever else, uh, reasoning becomes larger and larger. Love becomes grander. And we can understand that we're all the same that's it we're all the same and we all want to you know be comfortable and have our airs conditioned and be able to eat chocolate covered almonds when we want which we all have we're all kings here in america on uh, minimum wage literally and as long as people don't disturb us assault us physically mentally whatever and we continue in this boat sailing down the river, um, you know, being able to catch a fish once in a while. The gratification 
of doing things in life will become better and better and and hopefully even medicine and the physical ailments and if we can just keep going and we just keep going i mean holy shit where we've come in 20 years it's hard to it's hard to look back and to and to see it but i mean man it's going to be crazy it is going to be crazy man and we're already we're getting there and one of the crazy avenues that I might be talking about is all these jokes and things that I'm saying, but drugs, chemicals, being able to change our brains and the way we think and how we feel and how we enjoy things, it's going to be remarkable. It's going to be remarkable. I mean, wow, what is going on? right now in america and really the world we only focus on the, on america because we're here and we don't focus on other countries and that's what we're realizing is like dude we're, we're all the same man we're trying to figure it out some countries may be a little more screwed up than others but we're figuring this shit out and substances chemicals medicine figuring out um, and maybe putting to rest perceptions, ideologies, insanities, and whatever else, and just going, hey, we like this, and putting away literally crazy Christian ideas with the, you know, your personal beliefs, cool story, but why are you holding up the candle that's been lit for thousands of years? Not even really. Let's be honest. Hundreds of years. Why are you lighting your own way with a candle that's already been lit? Light your own freaking candle, man. And enjoy life. That's it. I'm done. I don't know I don't know how we got to this point. I don't know how Michelle is following me on Instagram. I don't know how any of this works. I don't know.